everybody, welcome to episode 97 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Helberton, and who's correcting the numbers with me tonight? I'm Batman, and also Michael K. Hughes. And our special guest? Uh, I was gonna do a Bane impression, but I realized that if I cover my mouth to do like the, like the, that's not even gonna come through on the mic, so, uh, uh, yeah, I'm Emmett. Alright, well, welcome. And for the ones that don't get the number joke, because I said the number wrong when I started this, when I started this episode, I didn't want you to think I was going a different way with that joke, which could work too, but not what I meant. Wow. I apparently do not keep good notes because when I went and read the number, I read the wrong number the first time we started this recording. So. You could have not said that and they would have never have known. Yeah, I know, but then the joke would go somewhere else and some people might get angry at me thinking, oh, that, what a bastard, when it's not what oh. I know. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with that joke too, but it's not, it's not the joke that was intended. <laughs> That's all. I am also terrible at keeping notes because uh, when I was writing down like a schedule for this week, I originally had it written down for 11 p.m. and I almost oh. missed the show entirely. Until like a few days ago, I realized, wait a minute, wait a minute, that's not the right time at all. Sorry, I, I didn't put, I just put, I didn't think I put AM or PM, I just put CST. Oops. No, I think you did put AM, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm bad at, uh, I'm bad at keeping notes of things a lot of the time. I have the notes, not that far from me, but that doesn't matter. Uh, we are, uh, actually, Mike, was this your pick? No, this is my pick, wasn't it? I don't remember, there was, Mike. There was any more. Because we did a button when we wrote the season, we kind of wrote the season together and we just threw things the next season that I know for sure. But you know what? Since I love this game and this is not your favorite, I'm going to introduce it. <laughs> We're going to be talking about Batman Arkham Asylum. And I just realized I did not pull up the wiki with a year for the first 2009. time. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Made by Rocksteady. I'm not with it today. That's okay. I'm just realizing that. Like, I don't have my tabs open. Nothing. Published by Edios and Warner Brothers? Sure. That's what it says on Wiki. I don't understand that. It's because Warner Brothers owns DC, so they probably had some part oh, of that. That makes sense. Okay. So, yeah, we're talking about Batman Arkham Asylum. Like, this, man, this game. I actually, for those that don't know, which I, I don't remember how often I've said this on the show, I never buy games at full price. Never. I have bought less than five in the last 10 years, probably. And I, I can think of four. Well, I just don't do it. All and three of them have Batman in the name. So. <laughs> and I actually, for some reason, I pre-ordered this game. I went and I, and I pre-ordered it. The guy's like, come to GameStop at 9 p.m. for the game. I'm like, oh, he's going to let me get the game early. And my friend's like, no, he's not. I'm like, oh, yes, he is. So I, I get on my bike and I, I tell my um, person I was living with, oh, just watch my son. I'll be back in an hour. I, I ride down, you know, the mile. I get to the GameStop. And then I realize it's for a, a stupid, like, Batman party or something they were doing. <laughs> this is my first time I ordered any new release. So I wasn't used to that whole, like, the way it is. And I remember I'm sitting there and I'm just like, this is not what I wanted. And we played some stupid game and I'm just like, okay. And then I think at like 1130, they kick us out or something or 11. I remember they kick us out. I remember I walked to the McDonald's, sat in the McDonald's, texted my friend. She was kind of pissed at me because she was watching my son. And I'm sitting here because he wouldn't sleep. And I'm sitting here at waiting for my Batman game. Yeah. I'm at the Batman party. I can't talk right now. <sighs> I still remember that. That was she was pissed at me, but I got my Batman game at midnight. <laughs> oh man, midnight releases are not worth it. Like I went to the one for Skyrim in November in Ohio, and it was a very cold night waiting for that. Mm-hmm. Only to go home and play it for like an hour, and I'm like, okay, I need to go to bed. Yeah, yeah I've been uh, I've been lucky with that because the two midnight releases I've been to were both in uh, September for um, GTA Five and Metal Gear Solid Five, and those are both like. Yeah, it's September weather. It's not like blazing hot. It's not freezing cold. I I almost went to some midnight release. I think a couple of years ago. I don't remember what the game was in like January. I'm just like nah, nah. Forget it. I'll get it tomorrow morning. <laughs> I, I I never I I did it a couple. I don't think I, I think I might have done it a couple times, but I don't like it. It's not worth it to me to I go to Borderlands Two as well because I live like right next to the GameStop at the time. That must have been nice. Yeah. 
I'm sure I spent more money than I needed to. That's how I, I mean, I used to live near uh, EB games and I went there every like three times a week. <laughs> I loved it. That's how I got my RE4 cutout. I had that no longer exists. I'm oh, still yeah. upset about, I will never not be upset about that. Yeah. That's always real. sad. Would have been real is, you it. said you had the hmm? RE4 GameCube chainsaw controller. I never had that. Oh, I remember that. I never, I never had one. Yeah, I remember reading about that in like a Game Informer or like um uh, like an EGM or something back in the day. I'm just thinking it's like the stupidest looking thing. Who's gonna buy this? Like, it's very cool, but once you take it home, like, what are you gonna do with that controller? Like, it's not practical. Uh, it's going on a shelf. There are idiots out there that bought it, so you know that's all I got, and I wasn't one of them. I'm, sure, no, I, someone, I, I, I'm sure someone modded it to work with a PC and like beat Dark Souls with it at some point. <laughs> You're probably right, because that's what people do with Dark Souls. Not wrong. All right, we should talk about Batman. That's why we're here. We're here for Batman. But I do. There was good stories though about uh, midnight releases. I just don't do many of them, so that was cool. So this game surprised me. Like I, I was really excited for this game, which I normally am not. Like normally, I'm just not that. I don't get super excited for games, but I got really excited for this Batman game, obviously, because I went and picked up Midnight, and I didn't. I don't think I realized when I first picked up this game that this was this is a Metrovania style game. Yeah, more or less. I mean, yes, it's not like your 2D Metroids or anything, but it, it has the idea where you get different upgrades and the game progresses. But what we should talk about the story of this game is also what really grabbed me so much. Like this game, it starts off with a with a cool ass cutscene of Batman driving Joker in and bringing him to Arkham Asylum, and you have about what five minutes of just walking, listening to talking, mm-hmm. like you're not even doing anything. Yeah, something like that. That talking's pretty glorious too, since they got Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill to replace Bruce Wayne and Joker. Yeah, from the the animated series. It's it's good, and it's like it's, it's at least five minutes. I'm watching a speed run right now as we're talking, and he's over. He's about four minutes in, and he's still just walking. I'm sure that's the best part of the speed run where you can't speed it up at all. <laughs> I, yeah, I you just drink some lemonade or something. I, I when I played this game for the show, it did, didn't bother me. I just well, I wasn't speedrunning, but I remember like it's still just so damn cool. And I, I love the, the graphics in this game too. I wonder if the NPCs say anything if you get too far away while they're walking. I think they. I think right, they're probably something small. I never. I never stopped walking to find out. Yeah, me neither. And I, yeah, I was just you know enjoying the the atmosphere, the dialogue. I I never thought, hey, wonder if I can break this. You can, <laughs> this, especially in those parts in games where you can't do anything else like my mind tends to wander like what could i do to make this worse there's a part in fable 2 towards the beginning where you're doing a similar thing walking down a hallway and i found that if you go out on this balcony it lets you run so you can get ahead (laughs) of the rest of the characters and it causes like your sister to glitch through the door and stuff it's pretty entertaining i have never played fable 2 still to this day oh you will i own it somewhere it's the best one i i I do want to play it but i don't i just this Batman game, like, it's the way everybody looks, like Batman and Joker. I love the design of both of them in this. Like, I, throughout the times that we dug covered Batman stuff, I do complain about his design. But I like this outfit. I like this Joker outfit, too. Like, I, I like it all. I think it's very classic, very good. I think the character models are just everything in, in this game. You know, because I played, I played on PC, but I was playing the 360 version. I wasn't playing the Return to Arkham. Uh-huh. How about you guys? Played it on PS3. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, you're right. I played the Return to Return to Arkham on Xbox One. It doesn't look bad. Like the, I think the big problem people have with that is like the textures look poopy or whatever. But eh. yeah, I didn't really notice anything. Too I mean, much. I also take all my PC games and put them on the lower setting just so my PC doesn't run as hot. <laughs> right. I mean, it can handle it. I have a decent gaming laptop, but it gets hot. So I like oh, to 
I like to run everything. Plus, I just don't give a shit about graphics as much. Collection was criticized for issues with frame rates capped at 30 frames per second. Which, whatever. Doesn't. I, I, everything looked good. Like, when I played this, I didn't have one glitch throughout this game. I didn't, or maybe I did, and I didn't pay. Remember, nothing affected my gameplay. Nothing. Okay, I did have a couple times where the cape was glitching through things, but who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happens. I mean, I don't care. Like, I had fun. I, was, I wasn't upset. I wasn't. Just, just this game is still the, the story grabs me, even though I know exactly where the story's going. But just the intensity of everything, like as they're escorting Joker down this hallway, you have the part where he's in in this like elevator and the lights go out, and all of a sudden you have Batman choking him. Like that's still such an intense little scene. Oh right? yeah, that was something else. Like I, and again, it's such a reference to Killing Joke too. That's how I took it because in Killing Joke he chokes him in the end. Uh-huh. So and there's a lot of reference to Killing Joke in this game. And what do you guys think about the time when you first see Killer Croc in this opening cutscene? He's a big boy. <laughs> okay. I am. I well, when I was first playing this game, a little bit of backstory. I I played this game when Arkham City came out, and everyone was talking about Arkham City is so amazing. This is when I'd first gotten my PS3, and I heard about Arkham City, and people were saying it was like the Dark Knight kind of like grounded Batman story. I did not think it was going to have like full on like. Killer Croc's not, like, supernatural, but, like, the more supernatural elements. I was not expecting, like, giant lizard monster to be in this game. I expected Killer Croc to be, oh, he's a guy with, like, some, some like, scaliness, skin condition, and maybe he's kind of tall. How about a guy in a hoodie? Isn't that what you think of Killer Croc? A guy yes. in a hoodie? Yeah, maybe. Pretty sure I've got a record before saying that the main thing I hate about the Nolan trilogy is just all the supervillains are just people. Like, I want superpowers in my superhero movie. I mean, I, I like the killer. I mean, but you are right, though. Killer Croc, when you see him first, like, he's just so I, he's so gigantic. Like, it, it, it it's weird, like, when everything else is, you know, because right at first, like you said, this game is does feel more grounded at times, like with Joker. I can see why people said that. But Killer Croc is something else. He's a fucking monster. And I, I don't really this is also my first, like, big experience to Batman. Like, I watched a Batman animated series. I watched a Dark Knight movie, but I hadn't, and I watched the Batman movie, but I didn't really, I've never read the Batman comics, so this is what, this really got me into Batman, and, like, seeing Killer Croc like this, I'm like, that's not how he was in the animated series, because I know he's much smaller in the animated show. Yeah. He's still big, and he's gray, but he's not gigantic. And he's closer to eight feet tall, not, like, 12 feet, like he is in the game. I mean, and it's just so interesting, and, like, the whole thing, when you find out that Joker planned everything, like, early on, you find out that Joker, you know, he escapes when you're a little bit past where they let Batman go, and the whole thing was a ploy. You see Harley Harley Quinn on her TV ca- camera, you know, like being in control. Like I like how all of a sudden you realize everything was a setup, and everything goes to shit within the first ten minutes of this game. Yeah, and there was a, apparently a fire at Blackgate Prison, so all the Joker's goons are here in Arkham. Yeah, no one was like, "Hey, maybe we should like find another facility to put all these people in. Maybe we shouldn't put like every single supervillain on Earth in one building." What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> yeah, what's the worst that could happen, indeed? And I feel like Arkham Asylum wasn't really built for all those people, either. Probably not. I still don't understand where the hell the black gay people even were. Because for those that don't know, Arkham Asylum takes place on an island, which I think is also really cool, and this whole game is on an island that you yeah. get to explore as the game progresses. Man, I just... This game still, still grabbed me a lot, even on this playthrough, again. It helps that it's, like, the first actually good Batman game that doesn't have Lego in the title. <laughs> what are you talking about? Wasn't that a Sun Tzu Zoo game you played really good, I thought? Uh, no. Rise of Sun Tzu <laughs> is not good. It's playable, but it's not good. There was a pretty solid, uh, I think it was called Batman and Robin on the Genesis. Yeah, the Adventures of Batman and Robin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game was pretty solid. It's tough, though. 
oh yeah, I never got past like the second or third level. It's I think I hard. beat it once with cheat codes or something. <laughs> of course. That's how I'm going to do it someday. Yep. <laughs> it's a running gun game. I've always wanted to play it, but and, I can't. Uh, Batman the Animated Series on Super Nintendo is decent. It's close. It really is invocative of the cartoon, so it's worth checking out, but it's it's kind of tough, too. I played Game. a little bit of it. Games were hard back then. Yes, they were. Speaking, like, this game's not too hard, though. I, I mean, I played on easy, because I can. <laughs> but I do kind of want to talk about, like, just, just the way that how quickly when things go to shit, I mean, they go to shit bad, though. Like, and I love that. I love how, like, immediately they're overthrowing all the guards. Immediately they're taking, I mean, they have this place just done with. And it's yeah. just awesome. And Batman's just there trying to solve the problem. But at the same time, they were planning for him. Like, they have everything set up and kind of keep Batman in check at first while Joker's doing his thing. And I, it's just, it's just great. I wonder how this would have played out if Batman wasn't there. Uh, the world would end it? <laughs> they branch out and take over Gotham, every villain out at once. Well, the other, that's the other thing that's kind of interesting. There's not, like, the only certain, the villains you fight are the only ones here. There aren't really that many other villains that are just, like, in prison. Uh-huh. Like, you I'm see a, a couple, or you see reference to a couple, but the ones you actually fight in the game, it's pretty minimal. Yeah, like, I, when I first played, percentage and i was an idiot gamer apparently because i didn't realize like the way the per- like i i'm like oh i'm only 50 percent done and i'm at the i'm at the end of the game I'm like oh there's still way more to go no there's not <laughs> i i remember thinking that because you get all these trophies for other people and you see things about other villains but they're not actually in the game they're just talked about yeah oh and i just realized you can break the tvs that joker's talking to you on by the way huh. i didn't know that. you can throw a battering and i'm gonna watch the speed run that's what the guy did hmm, i don't think i've ever done that in my playthroughs Me either there's no point. But yeah, you can throw batterings at the TVs and knock out the TVs. So yeah, there's a new thing you might not know because I didn't know it. I played <laughs> this game like five times already. So oh, we're going to talk about things you didn't know about this game, Mike. Don't worry. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> also, we should talk. We should, as we're getting into it, we should talk about the combat system really quick. That's one of the things that really grab people about this game, too. Yeah, the free flow combat. Yes, it's it's really good. It's like if you played Spider-Man on PS4, Spider-Man PS4 had copied that this gameplay style also, but... But the way it works is you, as you're fight, you get into a, you fight a group of enemies, and if you hit the X button or your punch button, whatever, depending on whatever remote you're playing this on, he will just punch the guy that's next, that's near him wherever. Or if someone's trying to hit you, you press a button, you counterattack. And the game is all about keeping the combo going, keeping the fight going as long as you can without getting hit and without missing a beat. Uh-huh. And it's very good. Oh yeah. Well, to the point where, like you said, a, a whole bunch of companies basically carbon copy lifted it and used it in other games. Mm-hmm. This is the first though. Was uh was Assassin's Creed one not the first? Because I oh, feel like oh, that oh. came out before. That combat's not good. It's 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 definitely janky, but it has like the ideas that would become like Arkham Asylum. I think even before that was it Mark of Cree on the PS2. It had enemies where they had uh, the face buttons over their head, and whenever you push that face button, you would attack that person. Oh, okay. I played Here, Mark. Of I Creed I've never played that game. It's either that one or something very similar to There's it. Also, you're right. It's Market Creek. There's also a sequel to Market Creek called Rise of Kasai. But all right. <laughs> I own both of them. <laughs> never play, I never played them, though. So that's a, that was, that's a deep cut I was not expecting us to go to. Yeah. Uh, not surprising. But this is the first game that really, like, this This combat was a revolutionary at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. They might have been copied by other games, I'm like, but it wasn't. This was the one that really made it stand out, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, even at you know games before this that were trying it, but it's just 
there's just something about this game, like the way it just links you through as you're running around, like even in the first facility that you're in, the way the gates are, the way that it brings enemies at you, everything I just feel like is just, it's very tense, but it's also just very, very well done. This was, for the longest time, my favorite Arkham game at the moment. So that might change if we revisit them all, because I think I think it's going to change, too, because I the things that I didn't like about City, I think, won't be a problem now. But this back before we started this playthrough, this is what I consider my favorite. And, it's yeah, I don't, pretty good. It is good. Like, also, did anyone know who Zaz was before this game? Um, I, I don't think so, no. Not sure. He's in the Batman movie, so the, the Nolan trilogy. 2009 was a long time ago. Yeah. Is he? He's a minor character. He's a bald guy, but they do say Zaz at some point or Victor. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, that went entirely over my head. <laughs> Mine, too. I only know it because I rewatched the movie and I, I saw it at some point after this. Her wife and I just rewatched it recently, and I'm like, oh, he said Zaz. It's I had to tell her Victor Zaz was. But I don't know if it's if my knowledge of him started in this game or not. Mine was definitely this game. Because he was never in the animated series for obvious reasons. <laughs> He's a psycho. For those that don't know, Zaz is a serial killer that kills people and then draws scars on his body for all the people he kills. He's helping them, according to him. Like I said, I mean, psychopath. I mean, he has a Lego figurine, so like maybe he, he could have been in the anime series? Anime. Animated series? I'd watch a Batman anime. Yeah, absolutely. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> all right. So, I mean, also, what did you guys think of the of Harley Quinn's outfit in this game? Because it's a much different. Like, at the time, we probably wouldn't have had many different Harley Quinns. I feel like it was mainly the animated series and the comics, however they went. But what did you guys think of her in this? She's fine. Is she voiced by Tara Strong at this point? I can't remember. I don't remember either i think so but i did not pull it up now i'm checking she's she's fine she's what you expect harley quinn to be i like her outfits more later though oh yeah especially in city i don't remember it unfortunately at all but it's just i i I do like her appearance in this game like just everything about about the way that you deal with her i think is cool like the fights with her yeah she's uh i'm sorry go on that's all i got okay uh yeah she's like she's harley quinn i i i've always found her to just be a little too over the top in like voice and attitude and everything so it's just been a little too uh i don't know what the word is cartoony uh-huh. she's good in this but i i feel like she's just a little just i don't know campy that's good oh, for not, sure yeah not wrong, to, i mean to that point the one of the collectibles you get are the the audio tapes and some of them are her like doing her introduction what's the word i'm looking for interview there you go. That's the wow. How did I miss that? Anyway, yeah. She's doing her interview talking to a normal doctor and she's talking in the her her Harley Quinn voice. Like she was an actual doctor psychiatrist before she went crazy, thanks to the Joker. Like even in the animated series, she had a normal human voice before she turned into a cartoon character. And it's yeah, Harleen Sorkin. That's fair. It did the yeah, voice I, in the I was looking that up too. Oh, okay. Who voiced her in the animated series. Yeah. Which makes sense they bring her back for this. Well, that's who she. That's who Harley Quinn's also based on too, is Arlene Sorkin. Oh. Something like that. There you go. I, I I like I like her in this game. I like how you deal with her off and on. She's setting traps for you and causing problems throughout the early part of this game before things go to real shit. I I like all that. Like I there's you know there are many things I don't like about this game. That's a, it's it, a pretty great game. It really is, and and I like how like early on I'm gonna say that too much. You're just rescuing people too. Like it doesn't happen later on in the game because everybody's either dead or, or safe, but. Like when it starts off, you're doing a lot of rescuing, trying to save people because the, the Joker gas and just the fact that you know, I like how you see how Joker's really winning too. Like he's been really taking care of things. Yeah, he has a very well planned. 
going through the hallways and just finding corpses of the, the guards and whatnot stirring about everywhere. Yeah. Oh, and we should say the whole reason why he escapes in the first place is because he turned one of the guards on his side uh-huh. for money, I think, right? I think it's uh, I'm assuming but that guy does things don't go so well for him because they kill him pretty quickly and they they tie him up, put him on a gurney type thing, and then put a Joker smile on him. Frank Bowles, I think is his name. God, but there's that chilling scene where they're like, he's like, they're coming in from the front. Everybody, they're like, Frank, how do you know that? And now they get gunned down. Like, can you imagine just turning on the people you work with? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you might need to cut that out. <laughs> not. Uh, that was funny enough. So, I mean, because just like the whole the whole thing about that, like, oh, man, just I know you're kidding. So it's OK. It's one of your previous jobs in Ohio, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 Yep. We'll go with that. That's the one. I mean, I, I've had some jobs. I've had some jobs where there are people like, uh, yeah, I can understand. But for the most part, <laughs> yep. like, like, the people that you work with every day, like he just and, and you, like and you know, they're just going to die and he just turns on them. Oh, it is. It is brutal. I mean, I'm glad he got the ending he got because he deserved it. Yeah. But we should when like the whole Joker's whole plan of this that you don't if you find out throughout the game. Oh, as I haven't said, there will be spoilers for Batman Arkham Asylum, because that's what we do in the show. <laughs> of course. So if you're still listening, there will be spoilers. Okay. And like because I, I like how the whole thing about Joker is that he's trying to get to the asylum because he wants this met not medicine, this this toxin that turns people into superhumans. Turns them into bane, kind of, I guess. Yeah, because it's it's modified venom. They call yeah, it Titan. They're- there's spiky Banes. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. Bane. They love Bane in the series, though, don't they? They do. <sighs> so when you like when you first get experience with it, the first Titan that's like a half, he's not a complete Titan because one arm is normal, one arm is huge, and he's an idiot. And he dies from a heart attack within after like the f- couple minutes of fighting him. No matter what you do, he dies of a heart attack. It's a time fight. But it is cool though, like so I don't okay when I first played this game and every time until this recent playthrough I didn't know I could quick boomerang somebody in the face and they're running at me <laughs> so I would aim the boomerang boomerang batarang every time I fought these guys and it's a lot harder when you play like that yeah this is what I was referring to earlier about something you didn't know from this game oh yeah I, and I can't believe I didn't know it I can't believe that I didn't figure this out I've beaten this game at least three four times in the past and I can't believe I didn't know it it was that you uh you you double tap R two is it or something like that right trigger for me but yeah yeah where yeah. the gadgets are way more integrated into the combat in city and night than they are in this one I don't use the gadgets in combat in this game oh you will I don't I, I don't use, I don't later way. games either it's a matter of weird because I I love using <laughs> the gadgets in combat you podcast with me long enough I think you should know this by now that's fair well, I the just up, put the upgrades <laughs> in city make it more useful because you can like use the back claw to disarm them and stuff which and you I, might be able to in this one the, the upgrades in this one are kind of lacking i was really surprised i ended up going for the health after i got all the stuff i wanted oh i go for the health immediately <laughs> i want full, i want as much health as i can get immediately it will give it to me in this game but you're bad at games so i am bad at games that's not that's not a lot i, I usually upgrade health pretty early in the in these games I, I just for like, the uh, go for the critical hits and then the thing that lets you activate the the combat meter at times five instead of times eight. That is really useful. Oh, we should talk about yeah, the combat meter you get that. You also get upgrades in this game, like we were just mentioned. That's what really pulled me into this game that it has a leveling system in a way. RPG elements. I love RPG elements. I love <laughs> RPGs. They're the best games ever. Oh, yeah. I just can't play it anymore. Yeah, because well. I don't have. 
So, but the health upgrades is like I was saying. I always go for the health upgrades. I do go for the combo upgrades too, where like because you get to what happens at, at times eight or times five when you get that upgrade, you get an instant takedown where you hit two buttons, you grab whoever's near and you just break their arm or you pretty much kill them, even though you don't kill them because Batman doesn't kill anyone in this series. Yeah, Batman does not because he smashes someone's face into the the side of a concrete wall like eight times in a row and then just leaves them there. He certainly doesn't hit him with his car and and Arkham Knight. <laughs> Not this game, but like just the things he like. I, I know you were playing this and you hit somebody with a line launcher and he went flying off a cliff. You're like, <laughs> yeah. Later on, when the snipers are from the guard tower, I forgot about that. Right, use the line launcher to zip over to him and kick him in the process. And he just went flying into the air. He was gone. He might have cleared the wall. I wasn't. I was too busy laughing to look. <laughs> But Bat doesn't kill anybody. He just breaks yeah. their arm, breaks their legs. I mean, punches, gives them concussion. Like, they'll be fine, right? Yeah, he'll walk it off. He'll eventually. Yeah. I mean, the, the, I think it's also an interesting thing is the people you take out, you never really see again, supposedly. Like, you're fighting different goons each time. Yeah. But I'm assuming cause nobody's arresting anybody because the cops are all gone for the most part of this game. Gordon gets kidnapped pretty early because Frank Bowles hits him in, besides the head early in this game. So then he's out of commission. Because then Harley Quinn is beating him at one point. That like that whole like I do like how this game like we haven't talked about it yet but the game has detective vision which I think another thing that makes this game so cool. It's also another thing that other games stole after this. Yeah, yeah. For like two years, it was in maybe more. It was in like every like almost every game I played. <laughs> I don't think I played another game with it in it. Really? Yeah. Can you name any games? I'm just curious. Uh, Watch Dogs. Yeah. Uh, which you have not played. I have played Watch Dogs one. Um, all the Assassin's Creed games have it. Uh, Witcher 2 and 3 have Yeah, Witcher 2 and 3 have it. Played those yet. I did play Assassin's Creed, though. A lot of them. Which really needs to be on the show one day. Hell yeah. Hasn't, we haven't gotten there yet, but someday. <sighs> Too many other stuff to cover. But, okay, the Detective Vision, for those that don't know, you hit a button and then this whole screen kind of, like, becomes different. As, you, as we were saying, you would imagine screen in other game, but it lets you see all their bones in their body. It lets you see secrets sometimes. It'll let you see vents or things that you can man- manipulate will be orange or so. It gets cool. Like, I, it really helps. The only problem is I tend to play the majority of the game with it on just because. Yeah. I shouldn't. The game That's why, uh, Watch Dogs 2, it was toggleable, but in Legion that just came out, it's, a. Uh... It's like a pulse that you send out, so it's not always on. That's cool. I can't remember how it worked in Spider-Man. I can't remember if it was Toggler. I think it was a, a pulse, too. I can't remember. I beat Spider-Man, but I don't remember. And also, yeah, like, I game, don't remember either. The scheme has, like, detective parts, too, where you, you'll have to follow somebody's trail. I mean, it's not that, you know, it looks, it sounds cool. Like, oh, he's like, I found alcohol. Must, this guy has whiskey on his breath. We better go look for, like, it looks cool, even though you're just playing follow the leader or follow the trail. But still, uh-huh. I like it. I mean, they, I like what they do in later games. Like Arkham Origin does it really good, but it, it's still cool in this game. Like it, it, it kept me entertained. Even I mean, like I know if you're speedrunning this game, you you know where to go. You just go where you need to go. But it was cool if you don't know what's going on. True, it's cool. You look at like gunshot trajectory. Oh, this this bullet was fired from here, and F-Origin. oh, this shattered glass was uh, scooted this way. I guess the person walked this direction. I, I like that stuff in games as long as it's not too intrusive which this game never gets no nothing in this game felt that intrusive or the only thing annoying in this game is the how many times you fight bane style fights yeah the titans are annoying agreed but other than that that's actually not a big variety of enemies you fight at all no but they never like i never got bored of fighting thugs true i mean yes the thugs don't really change other than they get different weapons sometimes they have guns or you have to do these stealth modes in this game but all the stealth modes are all like usually a preset route or it is a preset room you go into and you have to figure out how to get through this room and take out all the thugs without them seeing you and usually if you're patient you'll be just fine uh-huh. well even if you're not patient i can i would be just fine 
It's usually the hard part for me. It's like, come on, just come over here so I can do an inverted takedown and hang you from this gargoyle. Oh, when I first played this game back in the day, I didn't know you could cut them down from the rope, so I would hang them on the inverted thing and think that and then not think that gargoyle was done for inverted takedowns. There's a trophy for that. Yeah, I know. I have it now, but <laughs> I didn't know the first time I played this game. Like I said, I played this. I did. I was not a smart gamer when I first played this game. Apparently, <laughs> that's okay. Wait, oh, it, was bit, it was a bad year. What year was it? Two thousand nine. Yep. Yeah. Okay, that was a bad year. That was when my son's mother left me at the same time. It was not a good year at the time. Oh. Oh. Eh, damn. Good thing now. That was a lot sorry to hear that. Oh no, 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 no. Sorry there. It's a, it was a good thing. But all right, it's <laughs> been a long time. But that, that was when she left, and and I. So I, I guess a lot of times was a blur at times. Gotcha. And not the first time I came on this podcast. It happens. It does. <laughs> and this is my yeah, avenue to fine. say stuff, so I'm going to take advantage of it. But okay, so just like, and also the traversal in this game is so good. Like you do a lot of time climbing through vents and just going all over the place, and everything feels very comfortable, even in 2020. It feels very good. Yeah, it's that very man's really lucky that he's got those giant vents to walk through. He crawls. No, he like he like hunch walks. He's just okay. Yeah, doubled in half. Those vents are like at least three feet tall. Hey, they got to be yeah. big enough for an escape convict to get through if he escaped. So. I guess, guess they didn't think that far ahead, did they? No, because Batman's not a small guy. Yeah. No, no, he's not. Um, yeah, maybe the Joker like paid off the architect to be like, just draw really <laughs> big vents so we can crawl through them. Like, really big vents. Uh, uh, like, yeah. I don't even crawl. Like, I want to be able to get like a missile launcher through these vents <laughs> if I need to. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you could. The other thing I should say about like the enemy types, like they, the weapons don't change, but they have a shock, like a, sh- a shocker thing. Yeah, the, the stun, 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 stun baton. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, those. Those are the annoying. And other than that, you have guns. Some people have, but mostly just baseball bats and pipes. Like, there's not a whole lot of like you. You're not wrong. There's not a lot of difference in the enemy types, but it didn't bother me at all. Oh, you have the knife guys too. Okay, those bothered me, but yeah, they suck. <laughs> they got worse in the sequels too. Yeah, otherwise it's fine. Like, I tried to do some moves that aren't in this game. Like, I tried to hit somebody with a cape three times and do the pummel. I'm like, oh, yeah, wrong game. Yep, none of this one. I tried the same thing. Okay. <laughs> but I, I didn't mind the combat. I mean, I also don't use the gadgets. All I do is punch people and counter and instant takedown when I get the chance. But I had fun. Like, I was never bored in combat. If I saw a fight, I went to it, no question to ask. Like, if I see you, you're going down. Yeah, agreed. Because I want experience. Until towards the end. Even then, I want experience. Well, the oh, the lunatics. Okay, those I okay. You're right. Those I avoid. <laughs> okay, lunatics are like they're like enemies that when they see you, they run at you, and the only thing you really do is you counter them and then you punch them in the face. Yep, that's it. And once they get released, they're everywhere. Okay, and I also skip the ivy plants too. When the ivy plants come late, way later in this game, <sighs> I think there's an achievement for that. For getting all of them. And God, do you know what game it reminded me of? Having to go through and hit those things. Alone in the dark, two thousand and eight. Why? Is this oh, part towards yeah. the end where you gotta like? Oh my god! Yeah. Farm. I can't remember what you're doing, but you're going around destroying these plants. Why did you play Alone in the Dark 2008? Why? What? Why? Why did you play that? Uh, because my brother-in-law bet me pizza that I couldn't play ten games in a row back to back without starting something else. And you so. chose that. I did. <laughs> I mean, I beat it too. And it's gonna be on the show one day, just because oh. I want to. But. It's a terrible game. It's the embodiment of Spooktober because it's scary for multiple reasons. <laughs> I just got to find my 360 copy. That's what's holding me back. So. Oh, okay. That's good. <laughs> but, okay, enough of there. Okay, I need to rebuy right. that game because I never finished it. I got I got maybe an hour in it and just gave okay. up, and I want to I wanna see it to the end for some insane reason. The fire physics are super cool. I'll give them that. 
It's a strange game. We keep talking about it on the show for some reason. We do. <laughs> it's relevant this time. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. But I mean, I like when it comes to the stealth section, the stealth sections I really enjoy. Those are actually do play a little differently. I will set traps for people and I will do things differently to take them out. I don't I didn't use all the traps this time, like an easy. I didn't go in the vents. I didn't but I did blow up some walls sometimes just because I could. I like blowing people yeah. up. Which yeah, again, Batman doesn't kill people. Nope. The fucking paint explosive on the ground next to their head. Like they ain't surviving. Just put like plastique on the wall, just detonating it. Yeah, he's fine. He'll walk it off. It's fine. Yeah. But um, so I and it's cool how the stealth throughout the game kind of changes too. Like when you first start off, you're just taking out guys with guns. But as the game progresses, they get these suicide collars on them, which are really fucking annoying. Or if you take a guy out, all of a sudden you're hey 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 hey, and then they'll come running to the body. Which you can use to set other traps. Oh, I never did that. Yeah, I would I would knock a guy out and then throw down some of the uh the God, what's it called? The explosive gel. And then uh when they came over I'd detonate it and then run over and take a bunch of them out. Okay, that's cool. I never did that. I didn't even thought about that. That's the thing ways to play this game. Yeah, I like I was gonna say, I think that the the stealth sections are the sections that feel the most like you are playing as like the greatest detective in the world. You are playing as one of the smartest people in the world. Like these are puzzles like I always felt so goddamn satisfied and just so <laughs> proud of myself whenever I did these stealth sections. Like, yeah, that was real clever. I'm really good at this game. And then I would get to the next stealth section. I'd be like, I have no idea what to do. And I yeah, never mind. The, the just bunch like, of look up a guide. This. There's a couple of hard ones. But also, why is every thug in this game shirtless almost uh, is that a joker that's... thing you join joker you take off your shirt or something like that <laughs> they should have referenced that in the sequels it, it, it's not in the sequels much right like they actually wear clothes in the sequels i remember correctly i feel like yeah, even usually. in this one they have like tank tops and stuff but they're mostly shirtless yeah. i don't know maybe it's uh maybe it's real hot on uh on arkham asylum i, mean, I forget what city arkham is supposed to be or gotham supposed to be in like real life, like there's a city that they said that this is what this is based on, but I think it's New Jersey, but I can't remember. Or is it New York? I don't know. I know it's said before throughout history, like people have made that comment said, yeah, this is what we're referencing, but I, I just can't remember. It doesn't matter. I know, but I'm pretty sure Metropolis is Chicago. Hmm. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Pretty sure I'm right on this one. But then again, don't quote me on this. But OK, I think other stuff that we should. I mean, there's still lots of we should mention, but anything else to talk about the stealth or the combat you guys want to mention that we haven't brought up yet? Uh, I don't think so. OK, nothing else, Mike. Uh, according to my notes, just the gadgets like we talked about before. Okay. You get the explosive gel. You get the, the bat claw, which is my second favorite in the series. It's in the other games, right? It is. And this one, you get the triple bat claw that used to pull down walls and shit. Okay, it's cool, but it's not it's not my favorite. I like using them to open the vents, especially in City On, because you can just hit it and he'll auto target to them. It's fun. I mean, I it's nice, like because it you know that's kind of the Metrovania part of this game where you get the other gadgets, you can go and get get other places. And there's a reason to go at places that you might not gone because one thing throughout this game they have a lot of Riddler trophies. Which are yeah. usually little tropes, but they also the ones that I enjoyed more. That when I when I played this game back in two thousand nine, I did I had every single Riddler riddle except for one stupid Joker teeth I could not find. Oh. It was in the mansion, and I'm wondering if it disappeared after Ivy takes over. Oh, that could be. Oh, so I never found it. But those riddles are where you get most of the references to the old Batman stuff. Yeah, and that's the riddles are actually what turned me on more to Batman because I didn't know who half these characters were until the riddles. Because uh-huh. throughout the game, you'll because you're in Arkham Island, so it makes sense. You'll find other artifacts of other villains from the series, Batman's you know history. And if you go and hold down a button, you'll scan it, and then you'll unlock a little profile thing about the character. Riddler will say something stupid. 
<laughs> throughout this game, Riddler's challenging you to find all his trophies and things, and you're trying. And as you find more, you're slowly locking in on in his position and where he's at, which you, you never see him? in this game. Do you find him in this one? He gets arrested by you. Never find him, but he gets arrested by the police if you do everything. Ew. This if is the only him. one that I haven't gotten all of the Riddler stuff on. All you get is a conversation between Oracle and you where they catch him. Something. They track him down somewhere and arrest him. Fascinating. It doesn't work out too well because if I remember right, he's free in City, right? Yeah, he's yep. in, he's both in the other games. So it doesn't work out too well. But it it's so yeah, that's that's what the the Riddler stuff is cool. It's just I mean, I like I don't like the trophies as much. You gotta go to some random area and grab a trophy, but I did enjoy figuring out riddles. Like I did enjoy scanning. Like though there's and it's sometimes it's simple, like this is cool little stuff. Like there's there's Catwoman's whip and gloves are in a place. There's Humpty Dumpty's like toy soldiers at one point is, is like I don't get that reference. I don't I think Humpty Dumpty is a Batman villain though. Yeah, pretty sure. I mean Batman has some really dumbass villains. Oh, some yeah. some wonderfully dumb villains. Quilt man. You find, you find Julian Day's uh cell in this covered in, in uh calendar leaflets. Yeah, but he's not there. He's not there. I don't know why. Who is there is Clayface, kind of no, Clayface never actually is a different cell. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, but oh, yeah, I like that Clayface part. The first time I saw that, that got me off guard because he's uh, Commissioner uh, Gordon. Yeah, Gordon at first. Let me out of here, Batman. And then when you go up and talk to the warden and come back down, he's he's the warden then. Yeah, you can hear the sound of him changing shape, but you never actually see Clayface or him change. But it's and then you also touch. I think he also turns into Aaron Cash at one point. Aaron Cash is the guy who was in the movie Hook at one point, apparently, because he lost his hand to an alligator. But wow, I know. He, <laughs> He got his hand bitten off by Killer Croc, and they reference it because they like Peter Pan, I guess, a bunch. Yeah, I think even Joker, when he first sees him, he says, TikTok, TikTok. That's, it's, yeah, it's annoying. Oh, okay, I did not get what that was supposed to be a reference to. Yes, about a, about a, about a kid who kidnaps other kids. That's what it's a reference to. <laughs> Peter Pan's not a good story, okay? It's, it's a bad story. I think the original one's, like, way darker than mm-hmm. Disney made it out to be. Oh, yeah, I mean, a lot of those stories are all darker than Disney made them out to be. True. But Peter Pan is one that really gets me like, yeah, that's pretty bad. Oh, and as we kind of were mentioning earlier, when you like Harley Quinn, so Harley Quinn captures Gordon at one point and then you like and she's beating him up and you follow a blood trail. And that's when you find you, you the Batmobile is in this game, but you don't have to drive it. Thank God. It's just here. It's fine at night. Yeah, we'll see. It wasn't fine when I played it last time. <laughs> but that was a long time ago and I was not in a good place. So we'll see because it's going to happen. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like three seasons from now or something. Four. <laughs> Well, it's gonna happen, but enough of that. Uh, so it's just so you get to the Batmobile, and that's how you get one of the gadgets. I think it's cool too the way that they implement the gadgets in the, where how the way he gets the gadgets in this game. Like different things have to happen. Like he only brings so much stuff with him. And when you get to the Batmobile early in the game, it's like oh, I better go grab. I'll grab this out of my trunk. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the, the secret Batcave under Arkham Asylum. Well, that is one of those drop moments where my mouth dropped, where my jaw dropped the first time I saw it. Stephen Barber's <laughs> like, wait, you got a Batcave on Arkham Island? How? I still don't understand. He's like, well, I had time. You, you know me. And like, yeah. But yeah. She's on. like, how how'd you do all that? And he's like, this is me we're talking about. Like, stop asking questions or you're fired. I like how Oracle is in this, though. Mm-hmm. I like how you have Bart. Like, you don't like the only person that that Batman has of his family is Robert Gordon is playing as Oracle, playing Oracle as Oracle on the in, in the radio in your head. Yeah. In this one. Yeah. We're just talking about this one. <laughs> but I, I do like I do like that a lot. Yeah, she's a really good like, um. Bentley, I guess you'd you'd call that kind of character role. Not she's Otis. The, she's the guy in the chair, as uh, Ned puts it in Spider-Man: Homecoming. I think Otis. Yeah. Is, Otis is my favorite from Dead Rising. 
Oh, God. oh, okay. I have not played Dead Rising. I never beat it, but I like make I had to make that joke because it was terrible. Oh, he's awful. Yes. No, Marvel's great. Like I it doesn't it did annoy me sometimes. Like I want like when you're talking, I want to keep moving, I want to keep fighting. I don't want him holding his ear. Like, come on, I got I got things to do, guys. Like I got enemies to beat up. He talks to Alfred sometimes too. Oh yeah. Okay. It felt like mostly Barbara. But also yeah, I'm uh I'm I'm a big fan of Metal Gear. I've played a lot of Metal Gear, so like compared to Codec conversations, th- th- this shit is like it's over in a flash. Codex are short. You just press triangle. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then the game's like two hours long. I know, but <laughs> I, I, I love Metal Gear, so I play them so many. But okay, another thing, another thing I do want to mention about Riddler is like you also like when you do all the riddles that they have throughout this game. I think they're just so interesting. Like all the other ways the characters that they show you, like you find. I mean, this introduced me to so many characters I never would have known existed if it wasn't for this game. Or, yeah, for those riddles. Same, same. Like, there's a seesaw for Tweedledee and Tweedledum at one point for no reason, but it's there. Yeah, because I just wanted to cram in as many references as they could. I'm okay with that. Because it's for fun. Condiment King, though. That's weird. Uh, is also, there not one for Condiment King? I don't think so. No, there isn't. Oh. That's, right. that's okay, though. That, that's an idiot villain, so it's fine. But, I mean, they, they do a lot. They do put in a lot of people you wouldn't have expected to see in this game. Not in the game, but I mean, references, references to Prometheus, which is one I didn't even know existed. Let's see, uh, Scarface. Yeah, you, there's multiple references to Scarface. There's his mm-hmm. gun, there's the doll. For and those Joker, that don't know, Scarface Joker's is holding him at the end. Oh, yeah. and the uh, part that we haven't gotten to yet, one of the Scarecrow things, he's the he's on the TV. Oh, okay. we'll get there. We'll get there. Yep, we'll get there. That's a good part. I, I do want to, like, when you do rescue, like, part of the game where the story really starts to get super interesting as as you're traversing through a couple areas you get to a point when you get to you get to harley quinn you get to gordon and after you rescue gordon and you hit harley quinn runs away or whatever the fuck happens you notice somebody's chained up in a room with a bunch of mist that you can't see and you see bane but bane with no muscles yeah and that part i mean he when he looks like a little man like god is that just I don't, it's gross in a way. Like it's like he kind of looks like he does at the beginning of Batman or Robin before he becomes Bane. The movie. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, the movie exists, but I've never. I erased it from my brain. I'm sure it'll be on the show someday. Don't worry. Good luck with that one. <laughs> got a lot of MCU movies to finish still. <laughs> so that we do. So. Is it not an MCU movie? Batman and Robin. <laughs> I always figured it was. Thank God. Hey, it's part of the Batman Tim Burton. Like, it's part of that same. Like, they're all part of that kind of hot like order in a way. They're supposed to be, even though it changed the actor, changed director. It's still supposed to be part of like the same series. I think. I think I'm right. What I'm saying. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you are. Yeah, I've always assumed it was like a a soft reboot, maybe, but like still supposed to be the same timeline. Something like that. I doesn't matter. Ah, uh, the other thing I <laughs> what was I gonna say? Damn it. What was I talking? Oh yeah, Bane. So when Bane shows up, like that scene grabs me, but just. I think you don't you fight Bane right after that too because right after you see him they inject him back with all the venom and he becomes yeah Bane again. Joker Joker okay. roids him out you you don't fight out right away but there's a a doctor who works here who's been experimenting on Bane to make the Titan and Joker's been paying her under an alias and that's why Joker came back is because she stopped accepting his money and stopped working for him so he decided fuck it I'll just come I'll just set up this elaborate plan and come take it back from you yeah well she pays for it Doctor Young voiced by Cree Summer. She does pay for it, though. Badly. Speaking of voices, yep. did you know that uh, the last two games we played share a voice actress? Barbara Gordon's voice actress is Ashley Williams from Mass Effect. Oh. Kimberly Brooks. I did not know that. Oh, okay. Your favorite character from Mass Effect. I like Ashley. <laughs> in that first game. 
<laughs> oh, yeah. she uh, she never get, gets past the first game for me. She's like, I hear she has great character development. It's like, ah, I, I, I like Caden. I know Caden's not like the coolest character, but he's he's likable to me. Well, you might not like our episode then. We all sacrifice Caden. <laughs> all four of us. And I'm going to play again here, me and Mike are. And I'm going to sacrifice Caden all over again. So. <laughs> No, I'm, I told you this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spare him this time. Sure, you are. We're gonna make it happen. Sure, you are. Okay. Uh, that's that's cool though. They share a voice act. They show a voice actress. I'm trying to think of anything else. I can't think of anything else with Rither I want to say other than the Rither trophies are cool and they do add a lot of. Extra, they give you a reason to explore this amazing world they built for you. And it's like it's the most why I enjoyed this game so much back then because it gave me so much. Because I was also big into achievements, so it gave me a reason to keep going. Yeah, that's fair. It, I mean, it just gives you more, to, like you said, more to do. And more experience, too. That's a big thing, because that, that's one way to max out your level, is to get all that. And then when I first played this and I was sucking at it because I was an idiot, I needed that experience. Because <laughs> <laughs> Titans are really hard when you don't quick battering them in the face. They are I really I imagine so. So is Ivy, still there. Yeah. They're, they're tough. Yeah, but when you're actually trying to aim, you have to run and get your battering out and kind of aim. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Running, that's a lot harder than you think. Yeah, I don't know how you did the the Poison Ivy fight after Joker infuses her with Titan. She... We'll get there. I'll tell you how I did it back in the day. It ain't, you ain't, yeah, we'll get there soon. So, I can't think of anything else. Okay, so the Bane fight, the Bane, they love doing the Bane fight in this game. Pretty much what Bane is, he's a big guy. The way, okay, the big boss fight where the guy runs at you, he bull charges you, you have to hit him in the face when he starts to run, he runs through a wall, you punch him a bunch of times, and you repeat the process. Yep. And goons running around with you. I hope so, you like so every that. Every Titan fight goes. I mean, they do that fight, what, five, six times in this game? No, oh, at least. They up it a it's little a differently. Like, you have one time you fight one Titan with goons, you fight two Titans with goons, two Titans by themselves. Like, they, they do different aspects of that fight, but they love that fight. It's yeah, annoying. Less annoying when you know you can quick battering them in the face. I would imagine so. Hold they on, quick battering those that don't know is you hit left trigger, hit right trigger, boom, you hit him in the face. Versus where I would do the first time, hold down left trigger, aim my little reticle while people are trying to beat my ass, hit a spot with the right trigger, and then run away. Not fun. Not fun. But, yeah. I mean, so then you, that's when you find out what Joker's really up to with the Titan. That's when the game kind of takes a really different change in focus. And the story just, even this day, keeps me so, and even I knew the whole damn story, I know the whole series, but I'm still so engrossed. Uh-huh. He wants to use the Titan to make a army of monsters to take over Gotham. And we should t- we should probably talk about I think it's uh, Kenneth's favorite villain, right? Is uh, Scarecrow, if I remember correctly, when he was on Long Halloween with us. Uh, did he say that? Probably uh, did. I know he liked Two Face a lot. Uh, if you're listening, Kenneth, sorry, we can't remember. That was ages nope, ago. You know? That was a couple months ago. <laughs> so there are three Scarecrow parts in this game. As the game progresses, you end up Scarecrow's also free, and he ends up gassing you you don't even realize that all of a sudden you're walking and things start getting really strange like you go into a morgue and there's three you go into a morgue you leave the morgue you go into another morgue and there's three body bags the body bag the body start talking to you and unzip the bag and it's your parent <laughs> and you that's try, how you first try to leave the first room and it takes you the door opens and you're right back in the room again it's wild it's not fun it's creepy as hell oh yeah, it, yeah I, I uh I, I love those parts they're possibly <laughs> my favorite parts of the game Okay, I'll take it, but I don't understand. But I'll take, I'll take it. those parts. <laughs> okay. Yes, like the cool messing with your head stuff. That's fine. When you're in like the scarecrow dimension and you're trying to get to the end of it without him seeing you, those parts are dumb. Yeah, those those get pretty tedious sometimes. Yeah, I I, I liked them when I first saw them, but this playthrough, I got caught a few more than I appreciated. I was a little annoyed. <laughs> this was like the game that well, I guess he was in a uh, Batman Begins, but this is really what I think kind of made 
Scarecrow a household name, so to speak. Yeah, I would say this made him a lot more famous than Batman again. Because, yeah, he's in that movie, but he's not even really, like, not even the main villain of that movie. True. Well, maybe he's the main, I don't know. But yeah. it's just, like, the, the parts are interesting, like, when he gasses you and you go in these strange levels. Like, they are annoying, but they're, they're, they're 2D side-scroller levels where you have to sneak around. Well, they don't so start off first. Yeah, they are they all? Yeah, they're two D, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, they're two and a half D, I guess. Yeah, two point five or whatever. They're interesting. I mean, they're annoying me because I'm like, I was, and this time I was asking myself, like, so where is what is really happening right now? Because <laughs> you do see later on when you fight a bunch of goons in the last one of the last times you fight Scarecrow, you realize there's all these bodies around him. He was really fighting people. Mm-hmm. So is he really running around, jumping, climbing on stuff? Ways. I don't know, that's what I was wondering. Like, is he just hallucinating, like, really bad? And why does Scarecrow seeing you in this dream world end up you get dying? Like, I just, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. Unless it's like the tox, like you're fighting yourself in your brain, I guess. I don't know. They're like, Maybe. well, I don't know. How can we make this interesting? I also yeah, have like, no idea. I play these really careful, too. Like, I, I, I hide every time. Like, I'm very, very careful. Because mm-hmm. I get caught too much. I like the one where you're walking down the long hallway and it's slowly turning into the alleyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The alley where his parents die. He's too slow. He walks too slow as a kid. I don't like it. That's (laughs) fair. It bothers me, but it is cool. Like it's cool. He's losing it, and he fights Scarecrow. I mean, okay, you never really fight Scarecrow, but just like the whole Scarecrow thing. It's eh. I don't remember the third one. Is there a weird one for the third one too, where he's seeing things? It's just where he finally catches up with Scarecrow. Okay, he like. Scarecrow creeps injecting them, and then you do the big quote-unquote fight with them, or the, this game's oh, other favorite boss fight, where it just keeps unleashing waves of goons at you. Yeah, but they're skeleton goons. They go down really fast. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's interesting. Okay, the first one ends and starts in the morgue, ends in the morgue. So the first one's all in his head. This is the third one where he ends up in a completely different place. Mm-hmm. Or not a different place, but where he's fighting. Maybe a different place, too. I can't remember, but okay. There's some... It's an interesting change of pace, though. I do like how there's arrows that are drawn on the floor by Joker's goons to lead Batman where to go. His whole thing is a game, the Joker. Like, Joker has a whole plan in mind, which is what the finale of this game is, and he's just setting you up to keep you busy until he's ready for you. Yeah, it also helps direct the player where to go next. But it also fits the game, too. Like, it fits what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that. I like it how, yeah, direct. it's for the player, but it's also fits, you know, for the environment, too, of, of the world that you're in. Yeah, I really like how the game is a game and it never felt like it was cheap about it. It never felt like, oh, we're doing this because this is how we can guide the player and say it has like an in-universe reason. Like it felt natural for the plot that you are playing a game in this game, in this asylum. Yeah, it it, it was cool and I'm glad they did that. And I think the asylum is as broken down as it looks in some of the areas. All It looks cool. It fits how I feel this asylum should look. Not a nice place. Oh, we didn't talk about the important Scarecrow thing, where the game glitches and you start over from the beginning. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the last Scarecrow one where you, yeah, and then Batman's in Joker's spot and Joker's driving the Batmobile, Mm -hmm. and you get, you do the whole flashback where he's it, it's like the beginning of the game, but Batman's in the straitjacket thing and they're wheeling him off and Scarecrow's his doctor, and, oh, yeah, you're right, that, that part is cool. This is where instead of having Warden Sharp on the TVs talking about the asylum, it's uh, Scarface. Warden Scarface basically like saying, that. you're going to die here unless you wiggle the middle stick like the game tells you to do to avoid <laughs> Joker's gun. Yeah, he just shoots you. <laughs> I died here the first time. Yeah, but so did I. You're supposed to. Oh. <laughs> and then it tells you to wiggle the middle stick to avoid Joker's gun. Okay. 
it's it's cool. It is definitely cool. It fucked with me the first time I saw it. It makes me kind of think about this game too. Like it's like, well, do they really know what? Like maybe they don't. Like, you know, maybe it is Batman is not exactly you know say, that sane. Or maybe this is like it's very interesting. Very Eternal Darkness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck that game. Yeah. <laughs> we did an episode about it uh, not too long ago. Yeah, I think I might have to check that out. I've uh, I've always wanted to play that game, but it is stupidly expensive to find today. Oh yeah. We can talk after the show if you want to find it another way. So. <laughs> Okay, but uh, trying to think of anything else I want to say about about that's going on right now. We have that we haven't. Co- I know there's still stuff we haven't covered yet. But so like Harley, you fight Harley Quinn twice in this game. One, you just get up to her, she runs away. And the other fight with her, I like how you don't actually fight her. You're in a room with electric floors. You fight the goons a bunch of different times, and then she goes to attack him. He just throws her in a cell. My favorite part about that fight is when you get up on the different levels, and the goons start trying to come up to where you are to get away from the electric floor, and it's. Hit him with a battering, and they'd fall down and get electrocuted. I never did that. I just punched him in the face. <laughs> that works, too. Like I said, all I did was punch people. I didn't do any type of like creative fighting in this game. A lot of punching. There's a lot of punching. I, I like her. I like the Harley Quinn stuff in this game, and I like how she's locked up for the rest of the game, and Joker won't come rescue her. There's also a reference to uh, Mr. Freeze. Mm-hmm. The, the frozen cell. Yeah, and I like how that's all it is, just a frozen cell. Yep. We'll get to Mr. Freeze later. Yes, we will. It's oh yeah, so awesome. It pays off. Yeah, and I just I just playing through this game after playing majority because I I played through all the series but I never finished Night before. I I I got to the end of Night and I just I think I just quit playing. <laughs> Good. I know. Like I said, bad time in my life. Well, don't worry, we'll get there when we cover that game. I'll tell you <laughs> all about it and everyone else. But that's why I never finished it. Plus, it's one of my early Xbox One games too, so I wasn't really just I don't know, I wasn't feeling it or something at the time. Yeah, understandable. I, I need to go back to it, but I'm purposely waiting now for the show. Might as well. So we covered the Bane fights. We covered that. And then as the game progresses, you get to a point where you run into Poison Ivy. Harley Quinn releases Poison Ivy from her cell. And as the game's progressing, as Mike had said earlier, Joker... So he takes the Titan stuff, what makes Bane, a modified version of what makes Bane, and he injects uh, Poison Ivy with it for some reason. And this is when the game gets annoying. I like it, but it's annoying. Like, the, I mean, it's cool in a way that it changes the island because all of a sudden you had inmates running around earlier, and then you had cycle. You had the guys in straight lunatic running around. Now you have plants all over the place. Uh huh. That suit little spores at you. And the game makes you revisit some of the places you already went. Like you already had to go to a mansion at one point in this game. That's where Doctor Young dies because you're trying to find the formula before Joker can find it to stop Joker. And, jo- and she gets blown up in the face because she opens a booby trap safe. Yeah, that's kind of brutal. She's a villain, too, though. She's experimenting well, she... on people. She's experimenting on Bane. Like, she had a Yeah, company. yeah. I mean, that's... she was no... I mean, he rescues her, but she was no hero. So, and we also, like, when you mentioned earlier, when you go to the Batcave, the Batcave is how you get the Batclaw, and then you get the other upgrade. Do you, you get the other upgrade when you're at the Batcave again the second time? Yeah, you get the Triple Claw there. Why the fuck didn't he take the first time he was there? Because he didn't need it yet. <laughs> Can't carry too many things in that belt. Yeah, I guess. But when Poison Ivy shows up, that's when the game gets really like dark too. And it's right before Poison Ivy shows up, there you do a Titan fight with two Titans, and that's when you get another gadget that gets of uh, the bat. God, wasn't the bat? Oh, uh, the, the crypto crypto analysis thing. No, you you take that from Warden. On top, it's it's uh, the vertical thing. Oh, the get. line launcher. Yeah, I can't remember the name of his of his plane though. The bat plane. The bat. Oh, the, yeah, the bat wing. Batwing, okay, that's what it was. Like that, that comes in because now you're in drop and shoot something through a window to give you a power up. It's cool to see it. 
It is, but it's just like, why didn't you do this earlier, Batman? I know you're reasoning. He didn't need it, but still, I'm picking because it's a game. So it was, and then so after, like the whole, when Poison Ivy shows up, like and then he's, and this whole time now he's trying to find a cure for the virus for the tight thing because well, Poison Ivy's destroying the the island. Not to mention the fact that she's going to destroy. You know, if once she gets a chance, she's going to Gotham. And she becomes like a super powered, really super power villain, like huge. Like she's, you know, all the plants are going crazy. There's giant vines throughout the building. Like everything goes to shit real fast when she. And I think at this point, you find out the Joker's been dumping the Titan into the water supply, too. Yeah. That would make, that's why the plants are all agitated, too. Well, no, uh, I think Oracle says that it dumps into some kind of reservoir that eventually will dump into the river when it fills up. Okay. Okay, I vaguely remember that. It was just like two weeks ago since I played this game. Yeah. That's kind of the, the way this still works now. So, like, it just has some interesting parts. Like, the whole thing of Poison Ivy, like, when she does go crazy and you're and you're trying to go through and get... And I like how you have to go different... You have to get the cure first... Because she tells you before she gets injected with Titan that the cure that you need is in a plant that's in Killer uh, Croc's lair. I think she tells you about the plant and then Cass tells you it's down where oh, Croc is. Okay. Or he tells you where Croc is. Maybe. Yeah, because you have to go find Aaron Cash, and that's when the plants are already taking things over. And he tells, "Yeah, you're right. Okay, so you want to talk about Killer Croc, Larry? Because you, I know you really like the part. Like, it was your favorite, right? Uh, favorite part. This is more me not having patience anymore. You have to sneak around in the sewers because uh, if you move too fast, then your footsteps will alert Croc, who's down in the water below you, where you are. So you have to go real <laughs> slow, and then he still pops up occasionally anyway. And you have to... So how do you do this without quick quick fire on the battering? You, I just aim it at him. There's sometimes where you, I don't feel like you would have enough time. You do. It's not easy, but it's possible. <laughs> In this one, I aimed again just because, but you have enough time. Oh, maybe... No, I think I was aiming too because the quick fire kept missing for some reason. Yeah, you can aim just fine. It's poison ivy that's really habitual. We'll get to shortly. Right, right. Yeah, I think I was just uh, spam the quick fire here because I did have a problem with it missing. So I think I just... Uh, Every time I've played it, I just, just spam it. I call when you hit him, he just runs into the water after a bit. <laughs> he just falls over into it. You hit the electric collar that's around his neck that then shocks him, and then he falls back into water. Yeah, which you see the guards use against him at the very beginning of the game. Yeah, it, it's it's cool. I mean, it's annoying because how long it is, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's a cool concept. It's just you're down there too long. Yeah, because yeah, I, I feel about this uh, this section the same way I feel about the uh, the Scarecrow stealth bits. Very cool concept. At first, it's very cool, but then eventually, it's like, okay, let's let's wrap this up already. It's just too long. Like if it was just a little bit shorter, because you have to get it at three different times, because you know games, a uh, medicine, and then you have to escape where he five. There are five. Yeah, there are five stops that you. Have okay, to that's sp- way too many. I thought sneaking three. around this maze of a sewer, trying to find them all, and like and you can't run. Yeah, well, I mean, you can, but you're an alert croc, and you're gonna get eaten. <laughs> I lot. tried. Yeah, I, you can run like very little bit. I bet speedrunners like tap it, but you can't run much. Annoying as hell. Yep. And then, like I said, you you escape and he chases you down the hallway where you head you straight can die. Dead where? You can die in that spot. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, I if didn't you know that. If, if you don't hit the detonator. Yep. I waited right when he was there, and yeah, that was too late. <laughs> yeah, the game time. If you try to hit it too early, he'll go, no, 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 and he won't do it. <laughs> It's like the end of Metal Gear Solid 3, where you're shooting the C4 on the bridge. Oh, and we'll talk about that soon. Well, a few months. Well, well, <laughs> such a good game. I I don't even remember this. I I, I should replay those games soon. Yeah, at least three. <laughs> <laughs> well, too, we talked about Metal Gear Solid 1. And we talked about Metal Gear 2 in this show previously. 
God, I, okay. And then as you're, as you're running around, like, as Poison Ivy, like, so we talked about Killer Croc, and then you don't even kill him. You just drop him down farther, which thankfully you didn't kill him because he saves your ass a little bit. The last thing you see Scarecrow at, we should wrap that part up. That was right at the start of this section. Oh, is that right before this? Yeah, because you're doing the third Scarecrow section, and then Batman snaps out of it, and Scarecrow's like, I'm going to drop this in the river. Oh, you're right. Right. And then Croc just comes up and snatches him and pulls him into the water. And then the and the and the bag falls on the ground right by the water. Because he was gonna drop a spirit toxin into the river, which would fuck everybody up then. Yeah. Okay. God, it's been it's been all week. We do see Scarecrow <laughs> one more time. Not in this game. Oh okay, it depends <laughs> on what ending you get. There's two endings. Really? We'll talk about that when we get there. Really? Um so next thing I want to talk about is as you as you're trying to get the cure and you then you have to go back to where Ivy is and things are a little bit different, but Ivy kinda leads you right to her. You don't have to do too much fighting, thankfully. You do fight a couple goons to show that she took over what's left of somehow she took over police guys. Like I'm not sure how there's any guards that were still alive anyway, but she takes over mm-hmm. a couple guards and you gotta fight them. And the fight with Poison Ivy is it's actually another different boss fight where it's not a bane fight, thank God. So Ivy's <laughs> in a giant plant goes up to the top of the screen and is just shooting things at you. Vines will rip up in the ground, take off part of your little area that you're in. She'll deposit guys to fight you, which is annoying. And I I have a unique boss fight in this game. Yeah, you are not wrong. But I do have a question though that I don't that I'm wondering if it was just me. When I played this game the first time, I swear because she has two parts to her fight. One, you, you get through one health bar and then she has another health bar. I swear in the original game it did not refill your health after the first fight. Uh, I don't know. Because I remember having the hardest time with her. It gives you experience, which is what refills your health. Okay, maybe it did back then. Yeah, I don't don't remember. I sucked it. I just remember, like, also, when I did that, so what you have to do with that fight, you have to wait and dodge her attacks, and then she'll do a thing where she opens up her... Her pilot seat, let's just say. Oh, she's in. And laughs at you. And that's when you have to hit her with a battering. When I did this in the old days, I had to run, time it, aim the battering, and hope she opened oh my God. hit her in time. That like, is really hard. Even with quick fire, I was having trouble getting the timing down. So hats off to you for being able to do that. You have to, and I wonder why that fight was so hard. You have, to, <laughs> you have to be prepared. You have to have your battering aiming before she opens up or you won't get it. Uh, and you're dodging the vines and stuff. It's, uh-huh. that's it ain't impressive. easy. It's all about it's all about just having the right timing and getting lucky. But that's not how you're supposed to do. You're supposed to just hit left trigger, right trigger really fast and hit her in the face and you and that's all you do. It's really yeah. simple. Oh yeah, that's why I never beat this game on hard, because when I wasn't playing it right, you couldn't do it on hard. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Pain, and now I know why. Yeah. I actually tried to beat this game on hard back in the day for the achievement. I never got it. Of course. Nah. <laughs> I beat this game on normal. I beat this game on normal like that though. I could see, sooner see beating this on hard than I could see beating uh, Dead Space 2 on whatever yep. that difficulty is to get the, the finger gun. It is, it's, it's hard. I beat Alan Wake on hard, but that's, yeah, I don't beat many games on hard. <sighs> it's not worth it. Not, not even. worth the stress. I got a podcast to run, damn it. But, <laughs> <laughs> like, the Poison Ivy, I, I like everything in Poison Ivy. I think it's a fun fight. And like, he doesn't even inject her with a cure, though. He just blows her up, and that's the end of it. Yeah. Also, I want to say I do like her design in this. She looks awesome. Yeah, she does. Her yeah, she is. like the uh, like the very classic Poison Ivy look. I I don't know. I'm not an expert on Batman, but she in this game looks like when I think Poison Ivy, that is the look I think of. Because mm-hmm. in the cartoon, she was she looked like a normal human. This she's got the green skin and whatnot. She leaves all over her, like mm-hmm. embedded in her skin. Almost it looks like she plays a huge part in Night. She's a Night. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I. I I have no recollection of night. 
We'll get I really don't remember anything about Night. I, I do look forward to playing it. Again. Yeah, it's a very uh, it's a very interesting game. Very mixed bag. Is Mike will make me at some point. So yep, we might have to fast track that to get to it uh, sooner. Hey, it's only three more games after this one to play before night. Yeah, no, the, the just, there's one other game after this one to play before <laughs> night. Yeah, three. Uh, uh, the, the Vita game? Yeah, oh, Origins and Black Game. Oh, oh Lord. Game. We're 100% All right, good luck. Yeah, we'll get there, but I definitely want to play the trilogy first. Good luck with that one, because Origins... <laughs> oh, boy, I'll pick Origins. I won't pick Night, but that's all on you. We'll get there. Uh, it's after Boys Night Fight. That's when you find... I think that when you finally head to Joker? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Because okay. she's, like, risking tearing the island apart. Yeah, he has to stuff. Her. But again, I thought he was going to inject her with the key or not just blow up her bulb and then walk away. That's what he does. He, he blows it up and then she goes back. She closes the thing. It closes back up and she blows up. That's the end of her. Is <laughs> the idea that... Doesn't he tell her to like go back to her cell or something? He does earlier. <laughs> yeah. That works out really well. Is is the idea that like her plants are infected, but she's not infected? Is that the idea that like the toxin is in the plants, but she as a person on her own is actually like not infected at all? Definitely acting a little unhinged during this whole section. Yeah, I mean, maybe because all the plants are suffering or, you know, going through everything. That could be part of it, too. Yeah. I mean, the plants aren't doing okay. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's how I took it, at least. It's still, I mean, I'm glad it's a different fight. I'm glad it's an interesting fight because this game needed some interesting fights. Mm-hmm. I, okay, there's a scene that I really like. So after you do this and you, you head to Joker, there's a building they've been working on throughout this game. You'll see people, you'll see people banging on boards in front of this door, and this building is locked, if I remember correctly. Or if it, if it isn't unlocked, it doesn't go anywhere. But... Now, all of a sudden, there's all these guys standing outside the sign. They have a Joker face built in. And, of course, I kick all their ass just because I can. They're wearing party hats and yep, clapping. I, when you I beat them all down. The door. Tra- achievement for it. Yeah, yeah there's a trophy like, for me, but yeah. Uh, party pooper, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's like 20 guys in this room, and they're all just clapping. That's, they're just clapping for you. And, of course, the first time I played is I looked at them, and then, but this time, I, as soon as they start clapping, I started punching. Oh, yeah. So, I'm just because if you don't have to fight, you can actually just let them clap, walk in the door and start the final fight. But I want to punch them all in the face just because I fought them all. And then I went to fight Joker and like, I think the game crashed on me for some reason. So the next time I, I just walked through, like, I'm not doing <laughs> that again. I, I did it for the experience, though. Oh, what well, you played this point. Hmm? You don't oh, need I, the experience I, at that point. I wasn't max level yet. I mean, not like I was going to use any of the abilities I get. Like, I don't use the Sonic Batarang. I don't use any of the explosive tricks you get. I don't use any of that, but I still like to unlock it. Yeah. Just because I can. Yeah. It feels cool just unlocking stuff. Well, I don't use any of those. Actually. Like, you get a bunch of... You get you can throw three Batarangs at once. I don't use any of that crap. I use those on the, uh, the Chattering Teeth, mainly. Just so oh. I can take out multiple at once. That's cool. That's a good idea. Nice. But and the upgrades it- are so much better in City and Night. Yeah, they're good in Origins, too, if I remember right. I wouldn't know. I'm a big fan of Origins, okay? <laughs> we gathered. I really am. I, I think that is, from they what I remember, f- that's a really good... I liked it more than City. They do fix the boss fights in that. They're not all Bane? Yeah. <laughs> that's one issue. One of the issues with this game is there's too much Bane fighting. But So then you get into a room that I had the hardest time with back in the day because I didn't know how to use Batarangs, and you have to fight two Titan thugs. Well, first you see Joker sitting on a throne of ma- of dolls or mannequins, which is a reference to the Killing Joke. That, that's what it's that's what it's from. Is in Killing Joke he had before he takes uh, Gordon to watch his naked daughter pictures of his naked daughter flood him. 
yeah, I'm not kidding either. His bloody naked daughter, because he shot her through the through the chest or through the stomach area. He sees it's from that. You read, you know, the Killing Joke, don't you? Nope. Okay. Then you. I, I'm yeah, I've not read it. I know of it. Hey, there's an animated movies on Netflix. I I think as of this recording. I'm okay. <laughs> That's fine. I recorded we uh, me and Candace recorded an episode about the Killing Joke, which has not been released yet, but it exists someday. So <laughs> time paradox again. But what I do want to say about that whole scene, like that scene's just creepy. Where he has two of the guards that he turned into Titan thugs that are chained up next to him, and then as he after he gets them talking to you, he lets them loose, and it's like fighting two Banes. But to make the fight more interesting, they have all these goons that are trying to kill you too. So when I played this back in the day, I had to find a way to run away, have enough time to aim my battering at the goon when he ran at when the, at the Titan when he ran at me. It's terrible. No, I, I mean this time I just quick battering in the face, no matter where they were, and boom, easy. Easy piece. Mm-hmm. I do like that you can jump on their backs when they get stunned and use them to knock around the goons a little bit. I just use them to oh, knock yeah, out. That's awesome. Or that. that too. Because if you knock out the other Titan, it will drop his health lower than you can do more damage. Yeah. So it worked out well. It's not a bad fight. No, okay, the I'm next, my, the next fight's a bad fight. Okay, the next fight is... I forgot how to do the next fight. So after this Joker injection... No. Joker tried to shoot Gordon because mm-hmm. all of a sudden you find out Gordon's been also been captured. Or you find out when you enter this room, even though earlier in the game, after you beat Bane, I forgot to mention this. He has Gordon get on a get on a boat and leave the island, and somehow Gordon gets captured still. They never explained that though. Guess they had someone guarding the docks. Maybe he's on the fucking boat leaving. I'm assuming he came back or something happened. All right, they never. I they yeah, they never do explain that one. He missed Batman. <laughs> he does like he does like Batman a lot. He probably wouldn't like Batman if he know Batman slept with his daughter in that Killing Joke movie. <laughs> but somebody got irritated me about that joke. I know it. So, like, it's just like, that's the one question I have. Like, I don't understand. But this this Joker fight. So, Joker tries to shoot him with the Titan, or tries to shoot Gordon. Batman jumps in front of it, takes the Titan, and then resists the mutation. Gives himself the Titan to fight Batman as a Titan, and Batman ends up injecting the cure into himself. I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he uh, the cure yeah, yeah I think so. Joker gives him crap about wasting the cure. Okay, that's what it was. And then you have the whole fight with the Joker where it's not even much of a fight. You just have to kind of uh, avoid him for a bit. And then he jumps up to wave at the cameras. The yeah, he sends down goons after you because we didn't get enough of that yet. <laughs> and you take out the goons and little explosives come. You blow up the explosive. Then you, you grab the, use the back claw and you pull him down. And he gets stuck in the ground. And then you have to punch his face, and that's three times you do this. Big old monster joker. It's And then I do like the ending where he spray paints the gel on his fist and punches him in the face. (laughs) Wouldn't that blow up your hand? (laughs) It's Batman. I guess he's got like metal, like uh, what do you call it, like titanium gauntlets or something. That's what I was just thinking that. Oh, there's also a black mask reference in this game too. The mask is on the wall. That mask is huge. That's not going to fit on any person's face. (laughs) Actually, if I remember correctly, Black Mask is only in Origins, too, right? I think he's in Night for like one little bit, like as like a cameo, but I could be wrong. We'll find out. Yeah. We'll cover all five games in the series pretty quick, I'm sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to make you play all five, sir. <laughs> I'll play them. Uh, hey, four of them are really good. So. Three? I think you have three. <laughs> I love our. I love Origins. I don't. Have to play Blackgate, so I can't speak on Blackgate. But I played Blackgate once, but it glitched on me when I played it. So it did not. No surprise there. 
Yeah. And I was playing the I was playing the 3DS version, so I couldn't up I couldn't pat there was no patch for it. They're like, yeah, they never patched oh. I have it on PC now, which they did patch that, so I can play it. Black Mass is apparently in the Red Hood DLC for Arkham Knight. Okay. Oh, okay, maybe that's what I'm remembering. That, I think that came free if you got the game early. Because I had the Red Hood um DLC. It's really stupid. Because it's just yeah. combat room. Yep. Right, and, that it, thing, and then the ending of this game is Joker being carried off in a straitjacket with broken teeth. Yeah. Yeah, because uh Gordon says that the mutated prisoners are turning back to normal, and he says it's more painful for some people, and it shows him all messed up. I think that's about it, right? Like, that's how this game... Doesn't he go back to... Doesn't something happen, or Two-Face is doing something, and he heads to Gotham? Uh, yeah, I think Two-Face is robbing a bank or something you hear okay. over the over the radio. Oh, I must have missed that. It's small. The small little radio scene. I, that's all, just him. And then he flies off, and I think that's the end of the game, right? Uh, apparently, a... unless you get different endings. That you were oh, okay. Yes, then you see... Yeah, a... yeah. Yeah, what is that? Crate. You see a crate of the Titan in the water floating, and there's one ending where Scarecrow's arm comes up and grabs it. Yeah, that's and what I, I got. And if I remember right, I got Scarecrow this time too, but if I remember right, it's either Bane's arm can come up and grab it too. Huh. We didn't talk about this, but after you do the Bane fight, Bane breaks you, drops you through a wall, and he says, I will break you, and Batman goes, no, I will break you, and he hits him with the Batmobile, and he crashes into the water. Uh-huh. And then yeah, when you see him, and you see him in city, and he's like, "Last time I saw you, you were wrapped around the hood of my car." Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. But yeah, that that I did want to bring that up, though. Yeah, I uh, I thought that it was Killer Croc's arm. I, I guess it must have been Bane. It looked like Killer Croc's arm to me. Maybe it was Killer Croc's arm, and I'm just remembering wrong. It's been a while, Good but I be. thought there were multiple endings. I know there's definitely Scarecrow, and I'm googling right now as we talk. Okay, yeah, there's three endings. It's Bane, Killer Croc, or Scarecrow. Okay. Weird. That's cool. They have three different ones. I don't know yeah. if it's random or how it's defined, but yeah, there's definitely three. It would have been good if one of them was Batman's arm and just made no sense. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Because I guess all three are free at this point, too. Because they all went in the water. Just just swimming. They're just going to build like uh, an underwater villain layer now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it worked for Croc. He probably got away with that. I mean, he did have a nice freaking layer down there, though. Yeah, he... According to a random post on Game FAQs, the ending is random. Okay. <laughs> See, you learned something new, right, Mike? I guess. I oh, swear I've also... only ever seen Scarecrow. There also is a reference to Hush in this game, too. One of the trophies, or one of the Riddler things, is something about Thomas Elliot. And if you go up to the sign, you can, you can, you know, highlight. You'll see Thomas Elliot's a working doctor there. Yeah, his For those... name is <laughs> on one of the, the doctor lists. And there's a dead guy with the foot tag of Ra's al Ghul. <laughs> nice. Ra's al Ghul. I've never seen that, but that's nice. Uh, there's also King Shark's teeth are in a jar. Yeah, as one of the other trophies. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's good a stuff. lot. There's a lot of good ones. There's a Two-Face one where you, you find his cell, and there's a thing that says Vote Dent on there. <laughs> <sighs> so, you know, I do got to say, though, if Two-Face ran for in government... <laughs> I'm just thinking the same thing. <laughs> Not Harvey Dent. Two Face would vote for Two Face because he's a strong leader. He tells us what like well, what it is. There's people out there. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Enough of that bullshit joke there. Um, <laughs> any any last things to say about Batman before we go on to comments, questions, or con- yeah, comments, questions, or memories? It sounds like you're going to say concerns. I was going to say concerns. <laughs> Who's concerned? I'm asking because I'm not concerned. I, I just want to mention how big the moon is. I felt like I was in Majora's Mask and Termina. That thing is huge. <laughs> Episode 26, by the way, is Majora's Mask. Is it really that long ago? Jeez. It's the first time Helena came on the show, too. Uh-huh. Also, the first time I ever beat Majora's Mask, too. That's so, so good. It is so good. All right. I think in that case, I will go on to questions, memories, and comments. See, this All time right. I said 
<laughs> not concerns. I have no concern for your questions, right? No, I should say, I don't know. I actually didn't get a lot of questions because I didn't post a lot this week for obvious reasons. I decided I probably should not be advertising the podcast as much. I should just be quiet and let the let the world just burn for a bit. But <laughs> you know, now I decided, you know, so yesterday I decided I'll ask the questions. Okay, so first one from Luis Avocito. This is from the Overblood group. Uh, still one of the best superhero video games I've played. I really like dark and gothic atmosphere The game ha- that the game had. The music was great, too. Oh, and Scarecrow levels are- were fun. This is one of the few games I replayed more than once. And from friend of the show, Emmanuel, R- San- Leon Santigo Rodriguez. It is not only one of the best superhero games of all time, but one of the best games of all time, period. Okay. It's it aesthetic. Be, uh... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'll let you finish this. Uh, one. It's aesthetic and atmospheric are the perfect blend for this 3D Metrovania. The story is fantastic and find the little different nods and references to the Batman lore was a treat. And while the combat isn't as fluent as the later, it still serves a great blueprint for the rest. Truly a great foundation for an amazing series of games, but also an inspiration to many other superhero games that came after it. It goes on the shelf without a doubt. I don't remember asking, yeah. sir. You were not on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently this held a Guinness World Record for being the most critically acclaimed superhero game. Wow. Yeah, it's a big deal, I guess. Especially for a Batman game. Like I said, most of them before this were garbage. Yeah. I'm surprised, though. I'm surprised, uh, you know, um, the Iron Man game didn't get it for um, on 360 before this. <laughs> <laughs> I like that game, though. I'm, it's I'm not fantastic. bad. I like it's that not, game. It's not awful. <laughs> I know you played it thanks to me, right? I played two. Oh, you didn't uh, play the first? I have not played the first one. Okay, I never played the second one. I play a War Machine. Mm. Hey, there's a Punisher game from PS2 that's supposed to be good. There is. Oh, it's, it's real fun. It's it is fun. Surprised it hasn't been on the show yet. Yeah, well, we've only made one season. <laughs> yeah. All right, and last question from this group from Christian King. I originally went into this game with super low expectations. Once I tried it, I was blown away. Batman is my favorite superhero, and it was great to finally get a good Batman game. That's weird. It seems to be an ongoing thing. Agreed. And I have nothing from the Batman Legends group that I tried to post in, so I'm sorry, guys. You can do give me anything to read. And thanks for the laser time for actually making this a section of the show today, because I they, they came out and they gave me some questions or comment memory, something. They gave me something to read. From Jason Cromer, I'm a huge Batman fan. I have read a massive amount of the comics. I love the animated series. I love the Nolan trilogy. I love the Keaton movies. I didn't care about Batman at least until I played this series of games. They were my gateway. Same wow. time. Like I mean, I, re- I watched a cartoon, but this made me love Batman a lot more than I ever did before. So, Mike, when are we going to play Batman Dark Tomorrow for GameCube? Uh, <laughs> is that the one that Reiner said that he left the game going? Batman's, like, laying on the ground. He's getting shot with a grenade launcher. He, like, <laughs> yeah. he goes to lunch and comes back, and he's still just laying there getting shot. I have no idea. <sighs> yes. Yeah, that's that game. Oh, that's <laughs> wow, that's bad. That and he didn't awful. die? No, I think once he's laying on the ground, he's invincible until he gets up. Yeah. Yeah, his, his cape becomes like a turtle shell shield, and you're just invincible, <laughs> but you can't move. Wow. Ugh. That awful. Oh, yeah. We gotta play that. Oh, no. No. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I kind of want to now, but I have way more other Batman games to play first, so it'll be That's a while. That but... sounds like a play-on-your-own-time kind of game. I know, it sounds like a perfect game to make Mike suffer with. <laughs> Oh, hey, that's what the show used to be, making the other hosts suffer, but not really like that anymore. So there's a lot of suffering for me in some of the games we played in this show, like Stalker. Oh, both those are suffering. All right. All right. Uh, from Samuel Moon. I love all of these games. They have amazing stories, voice acting and fun gameplay. I hope Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League will be able to continue the greatness. Me too. But I don't. From Charlie Mithren, I used to like Batman. I played this game all the time and wish more games had this fun combat. I wish there were more superhero games. Thor would be great in video games traveling between realms. There is a Thor game. <laughs> is it there? Hmm? Travel be- between Norse realms, just play God of War. Yeah, hey, that Thor game. I is that Thor game bad? 
The console version ones, apparently the DS one is actually good. The DS one is good? Mm-hmm. It's made by Gryptonite Games. They made Green Lantern and Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions for the DS, too. I was going to say, how do you know if it's good? But then I get <laughs> you, so I'm not that. You like your DS games? Percy Jackson? <laughs> Which might have also been them. That was Keep a really talking. good game, though. Keep talking. I'll look that up. Okay, that, that, that game is really good. I don't know why. Okay, this Thor game actually does look kind of good. I'm going to have to try this now on DS. Damn you. All right. <laughs> Todd Harrison. I remember playing this when it came out on my CRT TV that was near my sliding back door. So when it was sunny in the afternoon, I didn't, I'd get glare on the screen and couldn't see shit while playing. Okay. That sounds like us playing Resident Evil 2 a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but there was no glare. I just had the lights on because I was too scared of the dark. But you know. uh, That was me then. That's, that's a whole different problem. Uh, from Colin Bartle, this is easily my top five games. I'm a huge Batman and DC fan. This game, along with City, is just simply amazing. Uh, from Here's a good one from Brian Farmer. I actually canceled my pre-order for this. I had never really played a good superhero game except Spider-Man 2 on the OG Xbox, so I didn't want to be disappointed with a comic I loved the most. After seeing the reviews being positive, praising story and comic, I went out and bought it, and a, and a week later, I didn't realize how much Batman... Uh, the anime show is in my soul. Hearing Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill, Arlene Sorkin again, feeling the comic, not wanting to stop playing, see more of this amazing story, followed by months of playing Challenge Rooms. I got more than my $60 purchase. Nice. Okay. From Rhett Leach, second best Batman game ever made. Okay, I mean, Origins is pretty good. I mean, I wouldn't say it better than this game. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Uh, <laughs> from Carrie Chandler, friend of the show, who was on the Bounty Hunter episode a while ago. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of suffering for the sake of the show. Uh, Bat- it's really suffering. You don't know you can tap the button faster. Then it was suffering. <laughs> uh, Batman is my favorite superhero ever since I was a kid. Metrovania is my favorite genre of video games. So this was really just the perfect game for me. I think the detective version vision was a bit much, but the exploration and problem solving are great. The brawling is tight and the atmosphere is per- perfectly Batman. What an awesome game. Okay. Uh, Michael Jones, the studio coming out of nowhere, dropping an absolute banger on us. Yeah, it should be worth noting that Rocksteady only did Urban Chaos Riot Response before it's this not a game. Good game. It's fine. It's going to be on this show someday. Oh. <laughs> I never played it. I just heard bad things about it. Oh, I like that game. It's fine. Not that surprised. From <laughs> uh, Michael D., one of the very few games I called in sick to work so I could keep playing it. I've never done that yet. I don't plan to, but. Okay. All right. From Justin Farrington, first game to realize that being being Batman needs to be really fucking cool. You are right. And I'm going to read a couple more. I'm just about done. Ben Dake, I absolutely love this game. The story was good, but it also really made me feel like Batman. I still enjoy yeah. clearing a room full of enemies without being detected. All right. And last thing I'm going to read, then I'm done. From Zach Adams, it's funny. This was a game I had almost intentionally avoided Batman being my least favorite of the main DC guys. I kind of sneered at the previous extension right up until the Sunday before it came out. Best Buy had a deal that if you pre-ordered or bought it on launch day, you get the DVD two for A Mask of the Phantasm and Sub-Zero. The reviews are good. I won that DVD, but been a little broke, but had enough to buy a game. And I said, fuck it, I'm in. And goddamn, was it worth it. <laughs> All right. That's cool. I'm glad that that happened for you, sir. Percy Jackson is not Kryptonite, by the way. It's apparently just Activision. Good game, though. It is a good game. Go back episode and listen to that episode. I don't, it doesn't have a number, but it's not that long ago. It's after 78. I can tell you that much. <laughs> <sighs> I don't understand why I love that game as much as I did. <laughs> really don't know why. I don't, I'm not okay with it. That's okay. if, if, uh, if I ever see a copy, I'll pick it up. I have not, uh, I have not heard of this game. It's, a, it's only for DS. It's, an, it's a turn-style RPG. Yeah, it's turn-based RPG, which you wouldn't expect from a movie license, a licensed game. It's surprisingly fun. It's not even if you die, you just start the fight over. So it's not terrible, like death-wise, but it's just a fun game. It's decent. The combat's good. It plays a lot like Final Fantasy Mystic Quest where you walk around a world map. It's surprisingly fun. Oh, yeah, that's fun. how I got you. 
Unfortunately, it is. Yes, me and him did a whole episode about that game in the movie because of the damn game. So check it out. All right, sounds good. And check out that episode too if you haven't listened to it, listeners, because you should. It's a good episode. All right, and I think that I think it's time to go. Oh, we should mention one thing we hadn't mentioned yet because we. I'm assuming neither none of us played it this time round. This game has challenge rooms. Oh yeah, one of the extra things. I think I wanted yeah, the one uh... just to to see the battle armor, and that was it. Challenge room. Well, the challenge rooms are: you go into a room and you fight a bunch of guys, and that's all. And you try, and the only way to really get like a get the trophy for doing it, like to get the most points, you have to pretty much do it without getting hit once and keep your combo going, which is really, really fucking hard. So I don't do it. I didn't do any of them this time. You also unlock them by getting rid of their trophies too, which I didn't go out of my way this time to get any. I just grabbed a bunch. I grabbed like almost, almost half of them just by knowing where they were from playing this game before, without even looking for them, just finding them. So yeah, I think I just grabbed the ones that I came across. I didn't go out of my way to get them. Same. You know, Mike, I might have to play this Thor game on DS. <laughs> I have I'm not played this one. The Spider-Man Shattered Memories is actually pretty good, though. Shatter, Shattered Dimensions. I've done that before, I think. Combining games there, sir, I think. Uh-huh. That's okay. All right, I think then I think that about wraps it up. We should go to Shelf or Box. And, Mike, why don't you go first? Uh, it's going to go on the shelf, of course. Like, I mean, we've been singing the praises the whole episode. I don't think anyone's going to be too surprised. It's... The weakest in the trilogy, by my opinion. I know other people have the opposite feeling no, on that. I, I, I know, I'd agree. I'd say it's yeah. the weakest of the trilogy. I really me. like it. I know some people, this one's their favorite, but I mean, the way that... This is just another example this season of how a sequel to the game we play is improves so much. So, uh, yeah, Shelf, though. It's it's good. Go play it if you haven't. Okay, I'll, I'll go next. Um, this is also obviously going on the shelf for me. I love this game. Before we started all playing, all replaying all these, this is what I consider my favorite. I don't know if that's going to stick, but I do want to put that out there. So it's going on the shelf. I'm, I had a blast playing it this time. I kind of rushed it a little because that's what I've been doing, and I've played this game four times before, but it's still so much fun. I still enjoyed the story. I had a great time. I wasn't bored at all. So going on the shelf and definitely play it. And hey, you might even have for free from Epic Game Store if you download all the free games. It was free at one point last year. That's how I played it. I own it multiple copies, but for free, you know, I had it, so why not? All right, how about you, Emmett? Oh, absolutely on the shelf. I uh, I've played this game through two, maybe three times. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, I, I prefer City, and I even prefer Night for all the problems that game has. But it's just it's such a smooth game. It's such a good game to play. As we've talked about through the episode, the uh, the story is really good. Like the story beats move at a good pace. It uh, it's really um, like captivating, and it set a blueprint for not just the series or Batman games, but just superhero games as a genre. Yeah, I will agree with that 100. Yep. percent I mean, this game, like we were saying before, this game really changed things for people. I think that's awesome that it did that. For what it's worth, Thor Thor was also not gripped in that games. It was Sega. <sighs> You're just failing the show, buddy. <laughs> I'm just bumbling. Only it. facts in the show, damn it. <laughs> yeah, that I never I never speak bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um anything I think that's all oh and uh Mike, why don't you introduce what we're talking about next week? I'm pretty sure it's your pick. We are talking about the original Donkey Kong Country. Yay. Nice. Grab your bananas. Hmm. That's not a euphemism. I hope not. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that that that'll be a fun one. I it'll be gonna be good to go back to that game. Yes, I, I agree. I, I I don't want to play the second one, but I'm okay with the first. <laughs> it's on the Switch. You get rewind. Yeah, that's how I play Donkey Kong Country also. And I, I, I've been debating to play too, but I can't. I know better than to start a sequel of a game when, when before I record an episode about the other game. I've done that with Mega Man when we did Mega Man 1 and 2. I played Mega Man Game Boy, and it has Rush. I'm like, oh, you get Rush in 2. And, and then it took a second before I realized, no, you don't get Rush. <laughs> yeah, not doing that ever again. 
All right, so that's what we're doing next week. And I want to thank Emmett for taking out to come back with us again after because you haven't been on since we covered Last Express, and I don't remember what number that was. Uh, it was uh, it was months wow. ago. I don't remember what number it was. Well, it was a while ago. Hey, it was like I think last year. That one. He oh, well, that's not saying much. Okay, <laughs> Last Express is a good game if you like that style of game. I gotta say, I don't want to cut. I don't want to cut down the Last Express too much. I just it wasn't my style of game. I wasn't. That was episode fifty-eight. You're on episode fifty-eight now. You're on episode. Cool. 97? Seven. Seven. Okay. <laughs> hey, so almost... It's been a while. That's a good bookend of you not remembering the number of the episode. And it wasn't on purpose either. <laughs> I can't remember anything right now. All right, I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank you, Emmett, for coming back. And if you enjoyed the show, definitely go check out our other episode. We covered ba- other Batman stuff. We covered Batman Hush. We covered Batman the Killing Joke. We Not Killing Joke, that hasn't been for, Forget that. <laughs> Batman Death in the Family. We covered Batman Long the Long Halloween. Halloween. What's up? I was... Confirming Long Halloween. Okay, and like good. Episode 2 was a Batman game, wasn't it? Episode 3, but three. I wasn't going to promote that. But yes, Batman oh, yeah. 3 is the Genesis game. That's a bad episode, though. Go listen to it, but it wasn't our best work. It was also a long time ago. A long, long time ago. <laughs> so much. Uh, two years. Yeah. I just, yeah. All right, so yeah, we've done a bunch of Batman stuff, so check all that out. Definitely go, and we're actually going through the MCU movies, so check those out. We currently have, at the time you're hearing this, Thor Dark World should have just came out, so definitely check that out, too. And we've done all the movies coming up to Thor Dark World. And you want to you want to listen to Thor Dark World right away before you forget that Thor Dark World even happened, because it's <laughs> <that movie laughs> very forgettable. <sighs> and if you want the Batman movies done in that style, let Mike know. Feel free out, oh, and please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We're on YouTube, so if you like the show, please subscribe on YouTube. And tell a friend, tell an enemy, tell someone that you like Games My Mouth. It's a great way to help out the show. And I want to give an awesome shout-out to our awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Bobby, a.k.a. Mike Tony from his EP, Bite the Bullet, Song of the Cool Kid Squad. And yes, I know I said this outro completely in the wrong, in different order than normal, but that's what happens. When At you're least tired. you remembered everything. Yeah, you know, that's something. <laughs> all right, so I want to thank everyone for listening to this episode, if you're still here. And we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.